the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The following program was pre-recorded, and the views expressed do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. Inspiration. I can do anything. Education. Let's do this. And application. Oh, boy, this is going to be good. Welcome to Like It Matters Radio. Keeping us out of the water hazard with some truth therapy and teeing up solutions for today's big issues, here's your life caddy, Mr. Scott B. Black. So welcome to the world of Mr. Black. Welcome to the world of Mr. Black. I am he, you are you, and the time is now for Like It Matters Radio. This is where we're living life like it matters. And today... On Like It Matters Radio, I want to make you aware. You know, awareness is so critically important. If you think about it, you know, we only use 3 to 5% of our brain consciously. I've heard if you're self-actualized, someone like me who's constantly working to be better, that number might hit 10, 11%. So think about this. Uh, only at the most, 10% of our experience on this planet is at the conscious level. And then if you understand blinking, uh, it said that for 10% of our life, while our eyes are open, they're closed in blink. So you take off 10% there, and then you take 24 hours in a day, and let's be honest, you're supposed to sleep 8 hours. Some of you like to sleep 12 hours to get your beauty sleep. So there's a third of your life. Uh, and then uh, we live in the highest level of learning is something called unconscious competence, where you're not even aware of what you know. So when you add all that up, you got my point? There is so much happening around us that we're totally unaware of. Matter of fact, I watch a lot of crime scene investigation stuff, you know, Dateline and American Monster and See No Evil. And you know one of the worst things, you know one of the highest rates of error is an eyewitness. Look it up. Stunning. Stunning how many people have been thrown in jail by a false claim by an eyewitness. Not that they're racist or they're doing something wrong. It's just we react differently, we remember things differently, and we have trauma, we have a past. And so look it up. It's really not as reliable as as you think. There's a lot of innocent people that have been convicted because some eyewitness pointed at them in court and said, that's the man, that's the woman, and that wasn't the man, and that wasn't the woman, but that person swears, swears that that was that person. And then DNA comes in. Yeah, and then now with DNA, you can't lie to DNA, right? So it's fascinating. So we're totally unaware. And so one of the keys to success, to overcoming, to winning, uh, is becoming aware. And then yesterday on the radio, right, Like It Matters Radio, we met with Walt Carter. Walt Carter wrote a great book, uh, We we what is it, We Can't Stay Here. It's all about change. If you miss any of that radio show or never heard it, go to likeitmattersradio.com, hit the Listen Now button, uh, and you can listen to a great show about change. And so tomorrow we're going to go through this leadership quality called resilience. We're going to have three guests join us. Uh, and they're going to talk about mental resilience. But today, I want you to be aware of your environment. 
I want you to be aware of how unaware you are. Awareness is the key to understanding what time it is, what resources are needed for the environment we are in, and what the obstacles are around us. And so I have people ask me all the time, why do you address me as a warrior? Or why do you address me uh, as a leader? Or why do you address me as a conduit? See, I send out daily manna from heaven, the word of God. Uh, it's something called wayofwarrior.blog. So if you just type that in, wayofwarrior.blog, I do it seven days a week, 365 days a year. And I had Kevin Parker, who was on my show a couple weeks ago, the one-legged warrior, he said, Black, why do, you, why do you use those three words, warrior, leader, and conduit? And it's really important. I said, well, because those are three roles of significant living. That's the cool. See, living a life of significance happens when Colossians 3.23 and Deuteronomy 6.5 cross. Colossians 3.23 says, whatever you do, work heartily as for the Lord and not for men. And Deuteronomy 6.5 says, you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your might. If we want to live a life of significance, and that's what living your life like it matters is, it's about significance, then we need to know how to do that. And I believe these three roles of significant living will allow the person to live their life like it matters. And by living our life like it matters, it allows us to bring glory and honor to our Creator, to our Savior, and to our Abba Daddy, God. So, warrior. Why warrior? We're called to fight the good fight of faith. God says it's impossible to please Him without faith. And faith is BS. No, not the stuff in the pastures here in Texas with the cattle running around. I'm not talking about that type of BS. I'm talking about belief system, right? And we are called to wage the battle of the mind, right? It's the battle of the mind. That's the battle. It's in the mind. Between the stimulus and the response, there's a space. And in that space is our power and our freedom. Paul, in much of his writing, uses warrior metaphors, right? We're called to fight the good fight, to put on the armor of God, to hold our thoughts captive. Don't you hear that? And if we are married, we should be fighting for the sanctity and purity of our wedding bed and our thoughts. If we are parents, then we should be fighting for the innocence of our children from a world that is looking to pervert them, to twist them into children of the world instead of children of God. If we are in business, we are to be fighting for market share, for viability in the marketplace. If you're going to live your life for God like it matters, we must rise to the challenge as warriors. Now, leader. Leader, we live in a world where people are looking for people to follow. Whether we're talking about social media or daily actions, people are looking for people to follow. And neuroassociative conditioning, NAC, tells us that there are two primary drivers in life. There's the desire for pleasure and the avoidance of pain. In other words, we're either moving towards something we want or moving away from something we don't want. Remember Billy Graham, years ago, he said that Christians do more to scare people away from Christ than anything the devil could ever devise. And see, people are either using us as an example of what they would love to be like, or they use us as an example of something they would never want to be like, right? We must realize that people are always watching. you got to know this, leaders. People are always watching. And since they're always watching, we must live and lead our life in a way that is not only pleasing to God, but allows others an example to follow because leadership is a loop. we got to flex our packs, right? P-E-C, permission, example, culture. We give people permission through our actions because a picture's worth a thousand words. What you're doing speaks so loudly that people can't hear the sermon you are preaching. 
So be a leader who gives people permission to do godly things and create a culture that allows for those things to manifest. And lastly is something we call conduit. There are only two vessels that we as human beings can be, a cistern or a conduit. A cistern, you know, it holds things, something like a vase, a cup, or a bowl. A conduit, however, is a pass-through agent. The Dead Sea is one of the lowest places on the planet. A few underground waterways feed the Dead Sea, but nothing flows out of the Dead Sea. That's why it is dead, because it feeds nothing. And many people have poured into us. We've been a receptacle of blessings, time, and resources. The question is, what are you doing with those resources? Are we holding on to them and storing them up for ourselves? Or are we pouring into others so that we are building people? We have been blessed to be a blessing to others. We have so that we can give. When we think of ourselves as a conduit, we know we are a pass-through agent. Everything we have is meant to flow to others, to bless others, to be a conduit of wisdom, of knowledge, of time, of blessings. Don't you get it? So that's why I address in those three areas. And we got to realize that there are five things that we need to be battle-ready. And I'm going to go through these in detail. But I'm going to suggest it's proper training, it's purpose, it's awareness, it's resilience, and it's the ability to be fluid, to pivot, adapt, or change, whatever words you want to use. And in this show, I'm going to go into great detail on these five things. But what we got to realize, ladies and gentlemen, we got to do something different. Because what's going on out there is not working. Stop if it! If you look at the mess that America's in, it's getting worse and worse. This country doesn't even look like the America that I grew up in. I'm only 55 years old. And this looks like a foreign country. And what you got to realize is it's because we don't have enough people fighting a good fight. We don't have leaders leading in the proper direction. And we don't have conduits that are willing to take what they've been given and pass it on to others. So today on Like It Matters Radio, I'm posing the question, are you battle ready? I am black, and we'll be right back. You know, this like to fall in the mud and get kicked in the head by an iron boot. Of course you don't, no one does, that never happens. Sorry, Ted, it's a dumb question, skip that. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. I am black and uh, apologize for the technical difficulties. Uh, so we're working to make this work. So hopefully you can all hear me now. And today we're talking about battle ready. Battle ready. You know, when I send out my daily blog, uh, I tell people, you know, it's wayofwarrior.blog. Uh, I address it to the person in three different roles. And to me, there's are three roles of significant living. You know, uh, I address the, uh, the words to three distinct roles, living this life like it matters. Whatever you do, work hardly as for the Lord and not for men. And so when I address this, I call out warrior, I call out leader, and I call out conduit. One of my uh, friends who gets the daily blog asked me, why do you say warrior, conduit, and leader. What's the deal with that? And I want you to know, warriors, we're supposed to be fighting a good fight. You know, if you read the good book, Paul talks all the time about 
uh, warrior metaphors, you know, fighting a good fight, put on the full armor of God, uh, you know, breastplate of righteousness, the sword of faith, uh, the shield of faith, or shield of faith, the sword of the Lord, you know, the word. So lots of warrior metaphors. And we are called to fight the good fight. Ladies and gentlemen, we got to protect our children. You have a world that's wanting to go out there and, and wanting to attack our kids. And so we need to be able to fight the good fight. We need to be able to to make sure we're doing the right things in the right way. Uh, if you're married, we got a world that's wanting to uh, destroy the sanctity of the wedding bed. And so, again, you've got to fight that good fight. You've got to do those things. And so when I say warrior, that's what I'm talking about, fighting the good fight, not with guns and arrows and knives, not like that. I'm talking about battle, and this is really what today's show is about. You know, there's a battle going on around us, a battle going on for what we used to call America, a battle going on for what we used to call freedoms, a battle going on uh, for, for what our communities, what our school districts are looking like. And yet there's a lot of people that don't want to, to get in the battle. You know, I have a listener that reached out to me. He's been listening to me. It's a, he listens to the Chris Plant Show, and then he's caught me a couple times after the Chris Plant Show. Now he loves my show. He listens to it on a regular basis. And so he reached out to me and said, man, I'd really like to go to that leadership training you got. And he's getting ready to go into the ministry field, and he's retired and all this. And he said, I think it would help me. And I said, it would. And he said, um, well, I'd like to get my wife to go as well. But she's not really in the politics. You know, she doesn't like Donald Trump. And so, you know, she gets turned off if anybody talks politics and all that. And, and I'm thinking there's so much good stuff we're doing. There's so much important stuff. She's a believer. She's a Christian. Uh, she's a woman of God. She's all these things, all these things that we need to be prepared for, the battle and all that. And because she doesn't like one thing, because she doesn't like Donald Trump, and I get I get it. Uh, I'm not a Trump apologist. I get it. I'm, uh, I, he gives people some reasons not to like him. I get all that. And yet he's the man for the job right now. And so I understand that. But here's a warrior or someone who should be a, quote, warrior who won't get ready for the battle because there's something she doesn't like. And ladies and gentlemen, that's going to be the standard. Man, a lot of warriors. If you were to ask real warriors, people in the military, special forces, they could probably give you a list of things they don't like, but they don't focus on those things. They focus on what they need. And so then we talk about a leader. Man, what we lack today is leadership. Uh, we don't have leadership in the White House. We don't. We have a guy who's, I don't know what's going on with Biden, but he's sure not running the things. Not a joke. Uh, and it's, it's a battle of words. If you look at it, it's silly. Matter of fact, we're even told now to, to uh, lower the expectations. Did you hear that? Yeah. We're supposed to lower the expectations. That uh, people are now are saying, the Democratic media and all that, that we should lower expectations, that we're just a bunch of spoiled brats. That Glenn Saki said, uh, Gwen Saki said, <laughs> Glenn, Gwen Saki said that, uh, that uh, you know, oh, so the, the, the backup and the ports and all that. So some people, it takes a couple extra days uh, to get their uh, tread climber, their, uh, their uh, you know, their walker, their treadmaster, whatever they call them. I'm, I can't even think of the name right now, but you know what I'm talking about, treadmill. And so that's what Glenn so Gwen Saki thinks it's all this about, is rich people not getting their stuff. But yet you look at inflation, 
you look at supplies, you look at store shelves, you can't buy uh, more than one pack of toilet paper, you can't buy more than one pack of this and one pack of that, and Christmas time is coming around the corner. And so we need leadership. We need people who are going to show the way, who give an example. Uh, And then we talk about conduit. And conduit's all about being a vessel. You know, I truly believe that we're all called to be conduits. A conduit is a pass-through agent. That's what it is. And so it never holds on to anything. We've been blessed to be a blessing to other people. And, and that's the key. And so today, really, what I want to do, outside of all these technical difficulties, everything going on, is I want to get you ready for the battle. Yesterday, we talked about change. And part of a leader's job is to embrace change and understand, be able to lead change, be able to manage change. Tomorrow, we're going to talk about resilience. And it's absolutely critical to have resilience. It's fortitude. It's never giving up. It's never, never quitting. It's picking yourself up, dusting yourself off, and hitting it again. And so today, we want to get battle ready. And so I got this great poem uh, by Willow Ann, uh, and it's called Warrior. And it goes like this. Do you believe in destiny? that you were born for a certain need, a certain path you are told to follow, which you have no choice but to heed. I was born to be a hero, to protect those who are weak. I'm the one that will come running when others begin to shriek. I jump in the way of battles and protect the young from pain. Seeing the people that I love be happy is what I hope to attain. Sometimes it gets lonely standing out amongst the pack, Sometimes it gets scary having a target on your back. When people see great power, they want to make it their own. The fact that one day I might lose is something I've always known. But knowing I've done some good and that I might have saved a friend, every single sacrifice I've made was worth it in the end. So it's with a smile on my face and with a kiss I say goodbye. Don't you shed a tear, my love. Because sometimes heroes die. So powerful and so true. And what we got to understand, ladies and gentlemen, is we're in a battle. And if you don't believe it, then you're missing it. I heard the other day that a woman was raped on a train in Philadelphia. And what is bad about this is that people stood around and did not help this woman. She's being sexually assaulted, physically raped, and people are videotaping it, and this lady screams, no one's helping. I saw in a Steelers game, Steelers fans were seen doing the wave while Seahawks defensive end Daryl Taylor left the game with a serious injury. It looked like he's paralyzed. This is what I'm saying. Something's going on, ladies and gentlemen. We're getting cold. We're getting cold. We're getting angry. We're socially distancing. We're emotionally distancing. We're treating each other like, like raw creatures, like we don't matter. We don't have compassion for each other. You don't see how we need warriors. You don't see how we need to get battle ready. You know why? Because our kids are out there. Our spouses are out there. And yet we're having things going on that people aren't even talking about. And if you do talk about it, you get in trouble. If you do talk about it, you're told to shut up. And you're told to sit down and shut up. And then people say, well, I don't want to talk about politics. Well, is it politics or is it culture? 
Culture is a series of repeated norms, acceptable behaviors. And if you don't speak up when culture starts turning, when good people no longer say something, then what? And this is why we get in the mess we're in. This guy who raped this woman on a train, you ready for this? He was the illegal alien. What? A man was charged with raping a woman on a train outside of Philadelphia. His fellow passengers watched. The man, Fiston Ngoy, 35, harassed the woman, groping her, eventually raped her. His fellow passengers watched the assault through more than two dozen train stops. Two dozen train stops. Now, what you don't hear is this man is a legal immigrant. He came here 12 years ago on a student visa. He's not going to school anymore. He's illegally here, and he's not, because of our immigration policy, not picked up. But you can't say anything, or you're a racist or homophobic. The problem is... These are people causing pain and hurt, and then they get in trouble, and they get left out. They get let out of jail that same day, no cash bail. See, this isn't politics, ladies and gentlemen. This is culture. And when good people stay silent, bad things happen. And so we need to get battle ready. And after the break, I'm going to give you five principles, five pieces that need to be in place. These are five needs for any warrior for any leader, for any conduit, so that we can fight the good fight, so we can do what needs to be done. And if not you, then who? And if not now, then when? Because planes crash and people die, and countries change, nations change, and we got to stand up as warriors and do something about it. I am Black, and we'll be right back. Echoes in eternity. We are lions. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. Today we're adding some resilience. Adding some resilience. Uh, today we're talking about battle ready. You know, there's a battle waging, and it's for the soul of America. You know, Biden talked about that in the election, but he's right. Uh, and he, if he, his election... He basically are altering the soul of this country. If you don't believe me, hey, John, why don't you play that clip? I want you to ask yourself a question. I don't care what side you're on, blue, red. I, I, don't, I don't care. Ask yourself this question as you listen to him say what he's about to say. Are you ready to give up America? Uh, when I got back from the G7 and subsequently with a number of virtual meetings with my colleagues and heads of state uh, I know Brian Moynihan knows about this as well we are not only being measured in terms of our strength and our reliability based upon the size of our military and or the physical strength that we possess but it's on whether or not we can function there's a great debate going on and I'm not exaggerating this all of you deal internationally there's a great debate going on whether or not in the 21st century, in the second quarter of the 21st century, can democracies function with things moving so rapidly? And I can tell you, a couple of the folks I've had a lot of, spent a lot of time with uh, of late, Mr. Putin and Mr. Xi Jinping, 
they really believe that uh, autocracies are the only way forward because they can act quickly and decisively. It's not a joke. Did you hear that? That's a stunning thing. Yeah, I'm not sure what this is all is. That's a stunning thing. He's telling that China and Russia are now our models. That because China and Russia Russia can be autocratic, because China and Russia can control the media, because China and Russia can persecute the political opponents, because China and Russia can jail people that they don't agree with. You don't hear it? You don't see this going on? I I mean, this is not about who you voted for, people. This is about waking up. We're losing our country. We, We are, as parents, our job is to provide for our kids a better country than we had before. Are you ready for this? OSHA will not make employers record work, worker side effects from forced COVID vaccine. This is from Michael Austin, October 19th from the Western Journal. You know, OSHA is mandating, right? Anybody, 100 employees or more, you are required now uh, to have uh, vaccines. And so here's what OSHA is doing, which well, you don't know about, to cover up. It says, quote, when it comes to science and medicine, transparency is everything. Scientific discourse requires all parties to be informed in dissenting opinions, even if they are in the minority. They need to be heard, right? This is America. This is what freedom of speech, freedom of press, this is what we were built upon, right? So in medicine, how can people make the right decision for themselves if they aren't given all the relevant information, right? I mean, have you heard any of these medicines that they advertise, the pharmaceutical commercials? At the very end, they're required by law to tell you adverse effects. Have you ever listened to it? I mean, we laugh at them now. They're so funny because by law, you're required to show, right? Everything's the same, but not for this COVID thing. They change the rules. They change the definitions. They change the law. Do you know HIPAA requires that you're not allowed to know anything about anybody else's medical? You're not allowed to know their vaccine history, anything, but yet we seem to bypass the HIPAA laws for this. So here's the article. OSHA believes that transparency and telling the truth are a hindrance to the common good. Now, this is the Occupational Safety and Hazard Administration, right? Quote, while the agency has issued guidance requiring employers to record and report COVID-19 infections and deaths, right? Everybody that died, if they had, were positive for COVID, they died from COVID. You do know that, right? So it said it will not require, ready for this? OSHA will not require those same employers to record worker side effects from COVID-19 vaccination through May of 2022. Yeah. So OSHA's reasoning, ready for this? They actually tell you why you don't have to report. You are not allowed to report any adverse uh, situations that come from someone getting a mandated vaccine. Ready for this? Reporting on the vaccine side effects might discourage or disincentivize employers' efforts to vaccinate their workers. This is what they're telling you. Here's the quote in the manual. Ready for this? This is on the agency's website. You can look it up. Quote, OSHA does not want to give any suggestion of discouraging workers from receiving COVID-19 vaccinations or to disincentivize employers' vaccination efforts. The agency's website says on a 6,400-word page titled Protecting Workers, Guidance on Mitigating and Preventing the Spread of COVID-19 in the Workplace. 
Quote, as a result, OSHA will not enforce 29 CFR Part 1904's recording requirement. It's a requirement, but they're bypassing the requirement that requires any employer to record record worker side effects from COVID-19 vaccinations, at least the minimum of May 2022. Not going to do it. Yeah, disturbing news. But it's not because COVID-19, and then this article goes on to really codify, the, oh, it's okay, I'm sure the, the, the problems are very limited, very small. Think about this. In order to make a decision, each and every one of us needs the full truth about everything, whether it be COVID, COVID vaccines, and even vaccines. It's not a vaccine. I mean, this is the, the battles in the language. Don't you get it? It's not a vaccine. Colin Powell was fully vaccinated, was fully vaccinated, and yet he died from complications of COVID-19. See, we're supposed to be leaving up to experts, but the experts and the elites decide which truths the American people are allowed to hear. That's Joseph Goebbels. They count people. Think about this. You know where they keep telling you the lie that a majority of new cases or deaths are from unvaccinated people? You know, we're all speaking the same language, but we're using a different dictionary. So let me define for you how our government defines a vaccinated and unvaccinated person. So a vaccinated person they is someone that has both shots and has had them for at least two weeks. So if you have one shot and get COVID, you're unvaccinated. If you have two shots and get COVID unvaccinated. If you have two shots and a week ago you got your second shot, you're considered unvaccinated. If you got both shots and 10 days later you get COVID, you're considered unvaccinated. You're not considered vaccinated until two weeks after the second shot. Now here's the thing, the quote jab, it's not a vaccine, only lasts as efficacies three to six months at the most. So that means After that, if you're up for a booster shot and you didn't get your booster shot, you're considered unvaccinated. So this is how they can do the lie that says all the majority of deaths are from unvaccinated people. That's not true. If you think of unvaccinated, you think of someone that has not gotten any of the shots. That's not the definition of unvaccinated they're working on. It has to fit in their time. And if it was a vaccine, then why all these booster shots? How many booster shots? Three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, every three months, every four months. Don't you see what's going on? This is why we need to get in warrior mode. And I remember Michael Grimm, one of my listeners, a good friend of mine, a Vietnam vet, he sent me this warrior ethos by Jason Mao. He said, I am a warrior, I do my duty. I serve a cause greater than myself. I'm accountable to God and to my family for my actions. I blame no one for my faults and give thanks for my abilities. I'm governed by natural law. My mind is the most powerful weapon. I train to oppose evil in all its forms. I will never quit, retreat, or cower in the face of the enemy. I protect the weak. I assist the elderly. And I care for those in need. I strive for perfection and ask the same from those who serve me, serve with me. I lead by example and have the highest moral standard. The truth is my constant companion. When the end comes, I will sing my warrior song and go to my reward with honor and dignity, for I am a warrior. Ladies and gentlemen, 
The Washington Post has now called for you to lower your standard. To lower your standard. They're calling bread lines are now the new buffets. The Washington Post was ripped. This is an article from Fox News. The Washington Post was ripped Tuesday after publishing a piece calling on spoiled Americans to stop writing about short-staffed businesses and supply chain issues. And instead, they want you for Joe Biden to lower their expectations in the hope that things will eventually get straightened out. This is a true article. Time, quote, time for some new, more realistic expectations, columnist Micheline Maynard wrote after describing how Americans were used to fast service and easy access to consumer products until the coronavirus pandemic disrupted the supply chain. Quote, American consumers, their expectations pampered and catered to for decades, are not accustomed to inconvenience. Isn't that amazing? And we already know the California port director cites consumer demand as supply chain disruptions, right? So the reason there's supply chain disruptions, the California port director says, is because Americans want so much stuff. And, of course, Mr. Buttigieg, uh, he claimed that the supply chain crisis is solely due to Joe Biden guiding our country, doing such a great job saving the country from a recession and it's only because of that because of his success that we have all these supply chain crisis see Maynard claimed that consumers would be doing themselves a favor by consciously lowering expectations instead of taking their frustrations out on shop owners and Joe Biden isn't that amazing if you don't see we're in a, a, a battle you need to wake up people Wake up before everything you cherish is gone. And today, I'm posing the question, are you battle ready? We'll be right back. The dude minds. This will not stand, you know? This aggression will not stand, man. Commence firing. Fire at will. That's it, man. Game over, man. It's game over. The crisis is only deepening. Crush your enemies. See them driven before you. And they hear the lamentation of the women. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. I am black, and today we are battling, man. We are battling the forces out there, and we are battling for the hearts and minds of our people. Uh, And I want you to know there are five things that we need uh, to be battle ready. Whether you're a warrior, whether you're a leader, whether you're a a conduit, Uh, I want you to cover these five things. This is important. Number one, we need proper training. You know, situational leadership allows us to manage expectations. You know, a a lot of management of people is all about managing expectations. Don't you see the Washington Post wants you to lower the bar for Joe Biden, to feel sorry for Joe Biden. Joe Biden can't do much better. It's tough. It's hard. Have you ever been president? You know, for a, a media and for a country that did nothing but rip apart Donald Trump for four years and make up lies about him, destroy him, attack him and his uh, administration at restaurants, keep people from joining his administration, uh, 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 pursue every litigation they could, uh, impeach him five times, all that. Well, now we're going to guy that's created crisis on the southern border that's bringing fentanyl, that's killing more young people than COVID is, um, sex trafficking, children being used to sold off for sex objects, besides really bad people coming across the border that kill and rape and maim and live off of the government. All those are situations he created. 
We can't get truck drivers. We can't. I got. I got a lot of manufacturers that can't get uh, stuff built because they can't get supplies. And even if they did, they can't get trucks to ship them. And even if they did, they don't have warehouses to ship them to. So there's no truck drivers. Uh, there's no workers. Uh, there's because people have to be mandated to get a vaccine that they won't get, so they don't show up to work, so they quit. I mean, this is all done. These are all crises that were created by his policies. When first things Biden did, I'm looking at Afghanistan, was say everything of Trump is wrong. All he did, he filled out like 40 executive orders and just reversed every single thing Donald Trump did. We paid like $100 million for them to stop building the walls. Look it up. We've had to pay out like $100 million because of contracts and all that, for people to not show up to work, to not build a wall, to not keep out fentanyl, to not keep out sex predators, to not keep out... This is what Joe Biden's doing. Not a joke. And so, yeah, it's, it, it's sad. So we got to know potential problems as a warrior. we got to have proper training. That's what training does. Um, proper preparation prevents piss-poor performance. That's what good training does. Second thing we need is purpose. No purpose is defined by the reason for which something is done or created or for which something exists. Something set up as an object or end to be attained. It's an intention. It's a resolution. It's determination. And we've always been determined uh, to our freedom. We've always been determined to allow people to accomplish as much as they believe they can accomplish in this country, to give our, our countries a better America today than we did yet than they, we had yesterday. And now we got people in office that just want to uh, basically push LGBTQT, uh, critical race theory, all white people are racist, all black people are victims. Uh, you know, we just had the first admiral, female admiral, but not really female, uh, LGBTQT. So it's a guy who now wants to be a girl. So now not only is it the first LGBTQT admiral, but it's also the first woman. I mean, this women, you guys are, yeah, you guys are women. You guys are being knocked out of sports. You got men now competing in all your sports, LGBTQ2, you're transgender. Man, this administration, the people in office hate women. I don't know what the problem is. See, we need to go back to the purpose of America, freedom, freedom of opportunity, freedom of choice, freedom of consequence. And then we need awareness, awareness. You know, perceptual positions, you've got to be aware of being unaware. That's why I talk about the three perceptual positions, first, second, third position, right? Each one gives you more data. Each one makes you more aware of the battlefield. Each one lets you know about the needs and concerns of people, terrain, time, resources, problems. Remember, first position is self. We see it from our eyes, but too many people get stuck there. And if you get stuck there, it's called ego we got to go into second position sometimes, which is other. That means having empathy, having understanding. If I can understand you a little bit better and you can understand me a little bit better, doesn't it make sense we're in a position of a better relationship? And sometimes we got to get out of our point of view, our perspective, and step into another person's perspective, another person's point of view, so that we can get a better understanding of what they're going through. And then we got third position which is what we might call look-back learning. A lot of people do this naturally. After an event, after something happens, usually when it didn't go well, we play it back. And that's what third position is. It's called overview. It's dissociated. And so each one, and that's if you're stuck there, you're going to become dissociated. So each one gives you more data. 
So we got proper training you need, you got purpose you need, you got awareness you need. The fourth thing you need is resilience. And tomorrow we're going to go into this thing called resilience. And resilience is the capacity to recover quickly from difficulties. It's toughness. The ability of a substance or object to spring back into shape. Elasticity. Isn't that incredible? Yeah. And that is a hua. Because I'm not talking about an item now. I'm not talking about an object now. I'm talking about our spirits. I'm talking about our souls. I'm talking about our belief systems. I'm talking about our hope. I got to be honest with you. Uh, not too long ago, a few minutes ago, I just felt defeated. I'm ready to walk away. I mean, it's just overwhelming. I, you know, I, I get tired of everything I do. There's some obstacle in front of me. Even including this radio show. The one thing I love doing today is the radio show, and I got to go through hoops and hurdles just to get on the ra- air some days. It's just frustrating. And, but yet I have resilience, you know. It's the power ability of a material to return to its original form position after being bent, compressed, or stretched. Anybody ever felt like you've been bent, compressed, or stretched? And if not, yeah, if not, can I suggest that you are not in the battle? And the fifth thing that you need is what we covered in yesterday's radio show. And again, if you miss any of this radio show, miss yesterday's radio show, go to likeitmattersradio.com and hit the Listen Now button, and you'll see today's show archived and every other show for months, they're archived. It's called An Hour of Power, so you get your mind ready. And the fifth thing we need is the ability to pivot, adapt, to change. In other words, as warriors, we need to be fluid. We need to be fluid. You know, yesterday we talked with Walt Carter, best-selling author of We Can't Stay Here, becoming a great change captain. And he talked about reducing fear, minimizing pain, to build trust, to have a purpose for what you're doing, the reason why. See how it all ties together? Because we're right now in a country with Biden running things, and it's not being political. It's factual. Whether you voted for him or not, stop that. This is where you get on ego, first position. See, we don't care about the bigger picture anymore. All we care about is being right. All we care about is winning. All we care about is our team won, and now we got to protect our team. Why do you think the media won't be truthful about how screwed up Joe Biden is and what's going on? Because they got to still have you hate Donald Trump, and they got to help make sure you love the jab and love the Biden and love the LGBTQT and love CRT, critical race theory, and love all this stuff. It's all. Yeah, it is enough. I get so tired of it. It's called propaganda. If you don't know what I'm talking about, just Google Joseph Goebbels. That's all you got to do. G O E B B E L S. Quote. It would not be impossible to, prefer, to prove with sufficient repetition and a psychological understanding of the people concerned, right? So I teach you here that a square is, in fact, a circle. They are mere words, and words can be molded until they clothe ideas in disguise, right? When Jen Psaki, that's what was not Gwen, Jen Psaki, when she was uh, asked about middle of the night ships, they're shipping illegal immigrants all over the country in the middle of the night. You know, at 2.30 in the morning, she goes, oh, that's not really middle of the night. It's not really middle of the night. That's uh, uh, early morning. I mean, you see, it's a play on words. And Joseph Goebbels said this, let me control the media and I'll turn any nation into a herd of pigs. I got this from General Keith Kellogg. Accountability remains one of the most important tenets in leadership and until recently was a crucial component to success in the military. Accountability develops trust demonstrates stewardship and influences decision-making. By virtue of its necessity, it is interwoven into nearly every aspect of our life in uniform. 
troop formations, combat success, physical fitness tests, individual performance reports, financial liability investigations for property loss are all mechanisms and tools of accountability. He says dangerously. Accountability and decision-making at the highest levels of the military appears to have all but disappeared. Over the past decade, and specifically in the past year, stars on shoulders became Afghan participation trophies, and we all but celebrated mediocrity in our leaders. As Kabul fell recently, so did our trust and faith in our military senior leaders. And ladies and gentlemen, we've got to fight the good fight to get some of that trust back. If not for you, if not for me, then let's do it for the kids. You are under construction on the Like It Matters radio network. I'm Mr. Black, helping you become more hopeful about your future, reminding you, when you live your life like it matters, it does. Bonjour! cheese-eating, surrender monkeys! Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. And I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never before seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com. <laughs> 